Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 765, for Saturday, March 19th, 2022. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Entering at number 20, Creature Comforts, by Roberta Taylor, published by Kids Table BG, with 13,735 views. That is about a thousand more than last week's number 20. Entering at number 19, Borderlands, by Bill Eberly, Jack Kittredge, and Peter Alotka, published by Eon, with 14,279, 544 more than Creature Comforts, and close to double what it had last week. Down two spots for the second week in a row, from 14 to 16 to 18, Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 14,377. 98 more than Borderlands, and a decline of about 7%, as Marvel Champions falls to its lowest position since February 27th of 2021, a little over a year ago, when it was number 19. Re-entering at number 17, Dwellings of Eldervale, by Luke Laurie, published by Breaking Games, with 14,534. 157 more than Marvel Champions, and more than double what it had last week. Ending a four-week run back in the top ten, falling from eight to sixteen, Tiny Epic Dungeons, by Scott Alms, published by Gameland Games, with 14,737. 203 more than Dwellings of Eldervale, and a decline of 25%. Exactly 1,002 views separates number 16 from number 20. Jumping up 14 spots from 29 to 15, Terraforming Mars, Ares Expedition, by Jacob Frixelius, Nick Little, and Sidney Engelstein, published by Stronghold Games, with 15,000. 293, 556 more than Tiny Epic Dungeons, and a gain of 57%. Going up 1 to 14, Lost Ruins of Arnak, by Min and Elwin, published by Czech Games Edition, with 15,934, 641 more than Ares Expedition, a gain of 1%. Repeating at number 13, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 16,099, 165 more than Lost Ruins of Arnak, and a loss of only nine views, or about a tenth of one percent. Rebounding back up two to twelve, leapfrogging back over Gloomhaven, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 16,141, only 42 more than Gloomhaven, and a gain of about a half a percent. Inching up one more spot from 12 to 11, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 16,428, 287 more than Terraforming Mars, and a gain of eight-tenths of one percent. So very small movements in those last four games. 
We have five new entries in the top 10, three of which are debuts. Falling out are from 8 to 16, Tiny Epic Dungeons. From 3 to 21, Arrakis, even as its re-implementation moves up to number 19, that is Borderlands. From 2 to 79, Unsettled. From 4 to 44, Sleeping Gods, Distant Skies. And from 7 out of the top 100, Solar 175. At number 10, charting for the second time and returning after over two years away, Return to Dark Tower by Rob Davio and Isaac Childress, published by Restoration Games with 16,789, 361 more than Cascadia, and 19 views more than last week's number 10. Return to Dark Tower is, unsurprisingly, a re-implementation of Dark Tower, released in 1981, but only ranked within the top 3,000 on BoardGameGeek. The Kickstarter blurb from this project two years ago is, quote, an epic fantasy game pitting one to four heroes against an intelligent, malevolent tower, unquote. It's from the designers, the lead designers, rather, are the designers of Gloomhaven and Pandemic Legacy, and it raised over $4 million in its Kickstarter campaign. It is now arriving to backers more than a year late. The second new entry returns after just over a year away and charts for the 36th time at number 9, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 17,422, 633, more than Return to Dark Tower, and a gain of 37%. This is after it had a gain of 36% last week. So in the last two weeks, it has gone from 29 to 20 to 9, an 11-position climb. And I see nothing in the forums that suggests why that would be true. I would be curious to know, if you know. Drop me a line at uh, Auberman on BoardGameGeek. Send me a geek mail or BoardGameTop10s at gmail.com. Down two to number eight in its second week back in the top ten, Libertalia, Winds of Galecrest by Paolo Mori, published by Stonemeyer Games with 17,485, 63 more than Jaws of the Lion, a decline of 17%. Rebounding back up two to seven, where it was two weeks ago, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 18,367. 882 more than the Libertalia remake, and a decline of about 3%. Rebounding back up 4 to 6, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 18,665. 298 more than Arkham Horror, and a gain of only 1.4%, but that was enough to rocket it back up four positions to its highest position since February 5th, six weeks ago, when it was number five. Our third new entry is the first of our three debuts at number five, Riozen, by Martino Ciacciera and Michele Piccolini, published by Tabula Games, with 20,010, 1,300 more than Spirit Island. Uh, 
this is the first or the largest gap we've seen between two games so far. And the first time the gap has been more than a thousand views. It's been pretty tightly bunched all the way up and down the list so far. The gap from Spirit Island at number six to Creature Comforts at number 20 is less than 5,000. But as for Ryozen, according to Board Game Geek, it is, quote, a worker placement game with a layered rotating board and multiple scoring and resources engines set in a fantasy world of mystical forces and animals with extraordinary abilities, unquote. Its Kickstarter campaign has over $120,000 pledged. Debuting at number four, Longshot, The Dice Game, by Chris Handy, published by Perplexed, with 22,487, about 2,500 more than Ryozin, and a septuple what it had last week. Naturally, this is a re-implementation of Longshot, released way back in 2009 and ranked within the top 2,000 on BoardGameGeek. The Dice Game was funded on Kickstarter in April of last year with over $114,000 raised. According to the Kickstarter blurb, quote, buy and bet on horses, collect jockey gear, and influence the race in this horse racing game, unquote. Rebounding back up to number three, up two from last week, but back where it was two weeks ago, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf with 25,323, 2,800 more than Longshot, and a gain of 7%. Falling back a spot, last week's number one returns to where it was two weeks ago at number two, Arc Nova by Matthias Viggy, published by Capstone Games with 39,957. That's 14,600 more than Dune Imperium. The gap between Dune and the number 20 game was only about uh, 11,600. It is a 6% decline for Arc Nova, but it has now notched three solid months in either position number one or two. But it makes way this week for our highest debut at number one, Hamlet by David Chirkop, published by Mighty Boards, with 45,595, 5,600 more than Arc Nova, and about quadruple what it had last week, when it was number 28, so a 27-position climb. The theme of Hamlet is the ghost of the King of Denmark tells his son to avenge his murder and... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that's a different Hamlet. The subtitle on this game is The Village Building Game. It's that kind of Hamlet. The tile placement in this game governs buildings in the village, or Hamlet, and also routes through the village. also has pick-up-and-deliver mechanisms from the designer of The Pursuit of Happiness and Petrichor and co-designer of And Then We Held Hands, and currently on Kickstarter with over $300,000 pledged. For Saturday, March 19th, 2022.